Good morning. On this bowl of question crunch, I have questions for the amazing cosplayer Amber Pallone. We talk about bear photos in the forest, losing track of how many Pokemon there are, and using dish soap to get rid of glitter. <laughs> So I don't know when I became a fan of yours. I think it was via Nerdbot. I think that's yeah, it because I, I know we have a lot of mutuals. We do. Yes, that's definitely definitely where it came from for sure. Okay, cool. Because like I think I think your uh, your photo showed up and I was just like, "Oh my god, these photos are amazing." Oh, and I think you. when I first met you, I was like, "Yeah, these photos are uh, they're gorgeous." They're nerdy as hell and sexy as hell. And I think you even told me then you're, because I was like, how, how what, they're, they're so goddamn sexy. And you're like, oh, well, I just, you know, my husband is the uh, uh, photographer, so I just flirt with him. And I'm like, oh, yeah. there you go. That's, That's it. exactly <laughs> what happens. <laughs> it's perfect. All the looks and, and seduction and cute poses you see is like, because I'm looking at him, I'm like flirting with him. So it's like, it's, it's hilarious. Comes out great on film. Well, because like what what I love about like uh, photos, because uh, I mean, sure, you can be in lingerie, you can be being in a sexy outfit, but I feel like what I love about your photos is that you find it from a, an angle or perspective that is not seen often, and it's just very creative. And mm-hmm. I, I, I I immediately became a fan that I had to follow immediately. Thank you so much. <laughs> that makes me so happy to hear that. So when did you start modeling? Um, I started modeling back in I think like 2015 I want to say but it was strictly pinup like I was trying to do like pinup shows I did every single Southern California pinup contest pageant that you could think of like every weekend I was it was like cons for me I was going to contests I never placed I never won they pretty much would pick the same little you know thin blonde girl and I would be the one black girl on stage and I was bigger and curvier and so uh, it kind of discouraged me so I was like okay I'm not going to do this anymore and then um, I tried to start doing a little bit of like fashion modeling, um, but I was always too short because I'm only 5'4", uh, and I was also like in between sizes, so I wasn't big enough to be plus size at the time, and I was um, too big to be a regular model. I was like a size 6 or a size 8, so I was just in the middle. I wasn't like a size 12 or 14, I was a 6, and for a regular modeling, it's like a 2 or a 4, so I was just like, it was always some crazy thing, and so I kept just kind of filling myself out to see where I fit. Um, and then I started doing cosplaying and I use my love for modeling, uh, combined with cosplaying and like my love for doing hair and makeup and all the skills I've learned over the years. So it's kind of just gradually progressed. And, um, now I'm trying to focus more on like, um, editorial stuff and like e-com and like, I want to actually pursue modeling, like as a profession, like that's going to be my new career path because I can't deal with anything else. And I like being creative. So like, you know, I've got a lot of paid gigs lately and I'm like, I'm finally making money modeling. And um, so, yeah, now I'm just doing mostly like um, brands that I find online or on Instagram and stuff like that, um, that reach out to me or are doing model searches. And I'm like, so stoked about that. So that's like, now I'm just like regular model. And then I mix a little cosplay in there sometimes. So I bring it all together. Do you remember like your first cosplay uh, photo shoot that you did? Um, my very, very, very first cosplay shoe was my, um, I think it's Tigra. I always say Tigra. Tigra, Tigra. Um, that I was my very first. Tell <laughs> yeah, um, she's like a Marvel character, and it's like, it's pretty much the Marvel version of Cheetah, but she's a sure. tiger. 
So um, that was my very first shoot that I did. And I did it with this photographer friend of mine and we did it in nature. So I was like, you know, clawing on a tree and just like, it was very like sensual and like fun and flirty. And I was like, this is neat. Like that was my first like cosplay that I actually put time in. I had fangs in and claws and contacts. And uh, that was my first one. And I don't think I have any pictures up on my page anymore because I am not friends with the photographer anymore. So I took them all down. But uh, she was my first one that I got to shoot in. And it, the pictures were like fantastic though. They came out really great. It's always weird when uh, you when you do a project with someone that uh, you lose touch with them or there's drama that happens. And oh, yeah. you're like, I don't know if I'm allowed to share that. They don't like me anymore. <laughs> no, it's, it's not even that I'm allowed. I don't even want to like support them or promote them. I'm like petty. So I took all their awesome pictures of me. No, like he stole all my pictures. He did like multiple sets with me, like hundreds of pictures. And I asked him, can I buy all these on a CD? You know, I want to buy these. And every time I asked for pictures, he would give me like three. And he would give them to me for free, but I didn't want them for free. I wanted all of them. And it got to the point where, like, I was like, okay, I'm trying to get content for my page. And I need this. Someone wants to buy prints. And it was just, like, this huge drama. So I was like, you know what? Never mind. I'm, I stopped talking to him. I deleted him. Like, I stopped. I took everything down that had him in there because people would reshare it. And they would always have to tag him. And I got tired of getting a tag with him in it and him commenting, like, everything was cool. So I'm like, so those pictures aren't there anymore. But uh, I think I reshot in them last or the year before 2019 I redid one on a pool so if you see like the tigra in the pool with like the heels that's like my next shoot that I did with her fantastic I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I know because I I've seen that costume before and I can't mm -hmm. recall if you were in nature or pool so I don't mm -hmm. I, yeah so I'm, the nature I'm hoping one was a cool one <laughs> my husband took the ones uh in the pool and it was with my best friend we had like a pool party before corona right we had a pool yeah. party and we were like drinking like margaritas and drinks and stuff in the pool and I'm swimming in my costume and it was like a really great it was like when I shoot I don't like pose I kind of just try to be myself so that's why like my pictures come across like that like I'm not posing like usually I'll dance like I'll dance and I'll stop so that you can catch the movements so that it looks it doesn't look forced or like when I'm with my husband and I I'm flirt with him so that I'm not like posing we're just interacting like we forget the cameras there and like same thing when I'm doing like cosplay stuff I'm trying to just like it's like lifestyle um, modeling, like you're trying to just do what you're doing. So I think like that helps a lot, like being able to kind of like adapt and just kind of like be yourself and not try to be like, you know, I always have fun at shoots and I always kind of like, I'm always myself, I'm channeling something, a different character or something, but Amber version. <laughs> I think that that might be why I love your photos so much because when I've done uh, figure drawing sessions, Mm -hmm. And the person does like some kind of like sexy pose or some kind of like, you know, a pose to look good, not necessarily mm -hmm. sexy, but a pose to look good. Um, it's it's always really boring. Mm -hmm. So I've told a lot of figure drawing models uh, whenever whenever I'm working with a model, I'm like, do do, do a sport. Do like if you're doing baseball or you're doing like kind of like uh, uh, you're doing something just so I can see some movement, some dynamic mm -hmm. pose that you're being in. And like not like I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to see a robot. If I, if I had a robot, I'll just like get like one of those uh, posable figures. No, I want to see yeah. something. Hmm. And you see that in uh, what was it, the nurse from Resident Evil? I was dancing during that. I was dancing with the knife. That's why I was literally like this. I was you. If you saw the the what was it, the Dropbox that it was in when you uh -huh. were scrolling, it literally I was doing this. I was dancing and like it just looked really neat because it wasn't like. I wasn't posing. I was moving the whole time. So it was just capturing every like 
every time I almost fell, some of those pictures were me tripping in my heels. So like, it was natural. Like it, it looks, a lot of my pictures when I'm falling come out and look really, really great, but I'm literally like tripping. And it's just like, <laughs> picture, it's not faking. I'm actually tripping over myself because I'm clumsy as hell. So it was really fun. It's, that was one of my favorite shoots. It's, it, it, it came out so great. Like uh, the positions that you're in are not, it, it, again, it doesn't feel, it feels so organic, feels so natural. And that's what I appreciate out of it. That's, that's my favorite. Um, I remember you were saying that the nurse was, the nurse shots were coming out and then you posted them and was like, yep, those are fantastic. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Those are probably one of my favorite sheets that we've ever done. And it was like, we were, I was standing on a grate. Like, um, I entered a cosplay contest the other week when, um, they were doing the Dan Fogler thing with NerdBot and, um, Dan Fogler and everyone was commenting like, oh, that's probably fake. That's probably added on. There's no way she's standing on heels on grates. I'm like, no, I kept almost dying. And my husband was literally a foot in front of me to catch me. And like my legs were shaking because I had to balance my heels in between each little grate, like every time I moved. So it was like, I'm hardcore when I shoot. Like uh, a lot of girls, like they can't really handle like being like put through stuff like that. But like, I'm always like for the gram, for the shot, like I will literally kill myself, like die almost to get like a really good shot. So it's like, my, my the effort you see is real. Like um, we actually just did a Velma and the snowman shoot uh, out in the snow recently with Chris Gomez. And um, I had to hike down a hill. And so I was like all wet and dying. I had wedge heels on in the snow. So every step I was taking, my ankle was popping out cause it's snow and there's no pressure. It was just soft snow. So I was like, there's pictures where you could see me literally falling with my, my, my magnifying glass. And um, at the end of the shoot, I took my shoes off and I was playing in the snow and it, I looked so happy and joyful cause I was thoroughly enjoying the snow and I was so happy to take my shoes off. And it was just like, I'm glad glad that it comes across because I can't pose when I pose you can see in my pictures that I'm trying I don't know how to do that like if you ever see a boring picture of me or where I look lost it's when someone's like do this and I'm like I'm not used to someone telling me what to do for my shoot so it's like you can see it if I'm having a bad day in my face you can see it so it's just nice to get when someone's like just do what you're doing I'm like cool like I can just have fun and be goofy and silly I think my uh, my my favorite facial expression that you had in a photo uh, when I was scrolling through all your photos on Instagram, uh, it was the Ewok photo. Oh, when, you're, when you've got the spear and you're like kind of like just grimacing. <laughs> off my photo. <laughs> and we went all the way up to freaking San Fran to do that. Like it was like we planned a like a little getaway. It was like kind of like our honeymoon because we couldn't really do anything after the wedding. Oh, it was pre. It was before the wedding. It was like a couple weeks before the wedding. And um, I had never been up there before. And he's like, I want to take you to the forest. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I ordered my Ewok um, outfit on Amazon like a couple days before it came prime. And it was a blast. Like I was like having fun. I'm like rolling around on logs and it was hilarious. But like, that was really fun shoot. I'm like, I got to peek out of a tree and yeah, that was a fun shoot for sure. And But it's like, every time we get a chance, we find a reason to go shoot. Like if we go to a nice hotel, I bring outfits and I, take the opportunity to have like a new setting and it's just like me eating snacks or drinking wine you know like it's fun I try to like that all my pictures are exactly how I am like all the time but in a costume (laughs) well see I I I love that idea that so it was never intended as an Ewok uh photo shoot it was just I want to go to this location Mm -hmm. oh hey that's where they filmed that that scene so let's do it Mm -hmm. that's what we always do we're always like scouting locations and like, for example, like we go up to Vasquez and I'm like, OK, what did they film at Vasquez Rocks? And I'm like getting I got my Uhura costume together. And we threw that on and we did Doctor Strange up there because we thought it would look cool. And 
Um, I'm shooting Power Rangers tomorrow actually up there and they actually filmed at Vasquez in the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger series like back in the 90s. So it's like we try to find where stuff was filmed and then we find a reason to like go up there and then use the opportunity to shoot like it's it's perfect and it's like it keeps stuff interesting. It's not like I'm just sitting in a studio or you know like it's always a different scenery and it's always something different. So I try to be like a diverse I don't want to be a boring model. So it's always like I put like 100% effort into it because I'm like, let's find somewhere cool to shoot this weekend. We're not doing anything. Like, let's go scout. And it's great. It's perfect. <laughs> now, a a after COVID, uh, do you think that you're going to go even further out with this plan? Because this is a cool plan. I like mm -hmm. this idea. Oh, of, yeah. Uh, no, definitely. Like, COVID kind of tourism. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't really been very many places travel-wise. Like, I went to Arizona. It was horrible. Texas was horrible. Uh, I've only been to Vegas twice, um, and then I went to San Fran with him, and so, like, I haven't been many places, and we want to drive across Crunchy at some point, and I want to see, like, all the little landmarks and the great Grand Canyon and, like, just everything we can go that's beautiful. Like, I want to see all of it. I want to go overseas. I have a passport that I've never used for, like, five years, so it's just, like, like, COVID really has, like, hindered us a lot, but what we try to do is, like, we just try to find somewhere nice in nature that's open, so it's still safe but we're still getting like, just be somewhere new, get some fresh air and like get out of the house so we're not on the couch all day. Like, cause that's all we've been doing. So it's like- Well, cause like uh, recently I saw an episode of this uh, Monstrum, I think it's Monstrum on YouTube. It's a video where they talk about all of uh, the history, uh, the history of a monster, histories of monsters. They say like uh, where we get our ideas, like if the, the abominable snowman, she said that mm -hmm. uh, we, the abominable snowman was, did not, did not have white fur until oh, wow. like the uh, Rudolph the Reindeer cartoon happened. Oh, no um, way. So I'm just wondering, uh, I watched the episode about the Mothman and I think the Mothman is in West Virginia and they had oh. a lot of really cool creepy shots in the forest. And I'm oh. like, oh, if she did a Mothman photo shoot in oh. West Virginia. <laughs> I'm so down. Like you tell me all the all the locations, I will go to all of them. It's it's like my favorite thing to do. And then if you did, uh, uh, what was it? If you do do the library ghost from Ghostbusters in front of the New York library. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. I'm so down. That's a good idea. That's a good I one. I think this, this, this concept of uh, photo, shoot tour, uh, photo shoot cosplay tourism right? is fun. That's really it's cool. Great. It's so neat. Like, sometimes we'll be, like, driving somewhere and I'm like remember this street like put this street in your phone so we can remember like oh there's a brick wall on the street that no one will bother us on or there's an old abandoned building like that would be really neat if we do like a zombie shoot or like a spooky shoot like we're constantly just like noticing like it's nice because it's it makes us aware of our surroundings too but it's like yeah we're, we have like a very creative like photographic mind so like every time we're anywhere I'm like in the mall I'm like oh you know what we can there's like really right here like this wall is really neat or it's colorful like we've taken so many shots like places you wouldn't even think of because it's like nobody sees it but we always we're always looking for it and it's like we make everything like there's a wall in the mall that like has a bunch of candies and like desserts on it and our friend wanted to do like a birthday shoot there and she was like all bubbly and all dressed up all kawaii stuff and like it looks like we're at a studio but it's literally just the wall in front of like the chocolate factory at the mall like, you know, and it's like, it's just crazy. And like, I did my Alice in Wonderland couple shoots in front of that and it looked really neat. So it's just like, it's it's so much fun to be creative. You find like a good alleyway and you're like, oh, let's do some sexy uh, yeah. dead uh, dead Waynes. Like the, uh, what was it? Martha and Thomas Wayne on the ground yes. doing a pose. Yeah. the pearl. <laughs> Make sure I toss the pearls and like catch that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
a nice, nice disturbing, sexy photo shoot. I'm down. Right. <laughs> I, I love disturbing, and I like mixing disturbing with sexy because people are like, I don't know if I should be horrified or like, you know, turned on. And it's just like whichever, pick one, both. Like, see, and so that, that's. That's what I love about, uh, I, I know some people have complained about the Halloween costumes, uh, having, you know, sexy whatever, mm-hmm. but I love it. I love the idea of doing really weird, <laughs> disturbing They're ideas so and making them sexy. Yeah, like, <laughs> they have, uh, Yandy actually came out with a sexy uh, chicken sandwich costume, so they're making a play on the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's so ridiculous, and I'm just like, wow, you guys are really, like just going above and beyond like they have a sexy costume for literally everything now it's hilarious to me which i'm down for i like <laughs> I, I i think i think it's a uh, a really weird angle to go with and it's it's right? just fantastic um so what is your earliest nerdy memory my earliest nerdy memory um i've been i was like such a goof and a i was like the weirdest freaking kid when i was younger and i didn't realize that I was being nerdy. I just thought I was like an outcast and I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, I was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. So like I would go around on like the playground, like kicking in the air and like threatening people and walking around with sticks and stuff. And I was just like, wow. Like, so Buffy was probably one of my first loves. And then um, I did the whole thing where I thought I was a witch from the craft and walked around like I was badass and like had people thinking I was freaking psycho for a while. And um, I did like Pokemon, like when Pokemon first, first came out, like I was all about it. I was in fifth grade. Um, I had the cards. I thought I was cool. And um, what sucks is when I realized being a nerd wasn't cool in high school, I had to be like, oh, cool. So I like I turned off my nerdism. I was like, I'm a goth now. I'm like, you know, I'm, like, I'm not a nerd. And then I felt really bad because I actually have a friend that I've been friends with since fifth grade. So he was the one that introduced me to Pokemon. And I remember in high school, he still loved Pokemon. And um, he made me this card. And I think he drew like a Charizard or something on it. And it was like, oh, best friends forever. And like all this stuff. And like, he gave me a bunch of nerdy stuff in front of my cool friends. And I remember I like ripped it up in front of him. I was like, I don't play that anymore. What are you doing? And like, he was crushed and I was such a dick. And so to this day, like I've apologized to him like a million times. Like he thinks it's the funniest thing ever. Like we're still friends. Like he lives right around the corner and everything. Came to my wedding. Uh, but every once in a while, he's like, "Hey, remember, uh, remember when you uh, ripped up that card?" I'm like, "Why you gotta, why you gotta like turn it <laughs> me?" So like that was like I was I was a nerd. I thought I realized nerd wasn't cool anymore. And then um, as I got older, like the guys that I dated in my past, like they weren't nerds. So it's like, I kind of didn't really get to like, like indulge myself as I got an adult anymore. It was like, I'd want to go do Marvel stuff. And they like, my ex for like almost a decade, like played pool. So like for a while, I was boring as hell. I played pool every night of the week. Like that's all I did. I didn't go out anywhere. We just bar hopped and played pool. And then my other ex just wanted to stay and play like wow and stuff and Diablo on the computer. So we never went anywhere. And when I was a sharp out, turn, yeah, and then he would make, <laughs> yeah, he would make uh make fun of me and tell me I wanted attention and like make fights with me so I wouldn't model anymore. So I stopped for a while, and then uh then I met Joe and like it's like all my nerdism just like it's like I get to be myself, I get to be creative. Like we went to movie premieres, we went or one we got to go to the Endgame premiere together. That was like freaking amazing. Um, but I mean I don't know if you can see behind me, but like our house is like we have a Millennium Falcon hanging from the ceiling. There's like a Deadpool mannequin in the corner. There's like pops everywhere. So like now it's like all of the suppressed like stuff I hadn't got to do for so long. It's like I just get to do it now. Like he supports me and is like 
constantly trying to make me props and like help me make my costumes and it's just like it's like I full circle came back around to like my nerd my nerdy self and it's like oh it's like he's teaching me like OG stuff about comics that I didn't really know about because I didn't get to read comics as a kid my mom didn't like allow that kind of stuff so it's just like it's like I get to be like I'm just like my nerdy glow up is happening in my late like my mid-30s so it's just like or early 30s early 30s I'm not that old yet (laughs) so it's it's so much fun I love it I've got so many questions from all of your early nerdiness because like I I I was wondering which oh my god all right so first of all what's your favorite Buffy episode or at least one that one that comes up in your head because like I feel like I'm a huge Buffy fan and I can't pick a favorite episode but my mind has like a few that just immediately pop up. So which one oh, is God. for you? Um, I love Spike. So pretty much any episode Spike that had amazing. Spike in there, he was my fucking, I was like, anytime I saw anybody with bleach bond, like I was just like, ah, and vampires have always been like my like thing that I've been attracted to. So pretty much anytime I got to see Spike, like he was always my favorite. And I was always like, okay, waiting for my husband, like waiting for him to pop up. And it was just like, Anything with Spike, any of those episodes. So I worked at AMC during uh, the Twilight, uh, the, the Twilight oh. era, and someone asked me as I was going through the theater, they're oh, like, uh, "Oh, are you uh, are you team uh, Edward, Edward or team Jacob?" And I was like, "I'm team Spike. I've always been team oh. Spike." And they're and they were like, yeah. uh, "They were like, who are you talking about?" I was like, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." <laughs> You're like, "It's before your time. I'm sorry." <laughs> You're like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> no, seriously, like all these new vampires, I'm just like, mm, I'm all about like Lestat and like spike and uh, i don't like this i mean i didn't really like the sparkleness of the twilight series but i did i was team edward for sure because like <laughs> i don't want the smelly wolf boy and like you know like it was just like i'm I'm always gonna pick the vampire out of like what's funny is we were talking about that he's the zombie one he loves zombies and i'm like the vampire one so it's just like it's kind of neat that we like the spooky the spooky stuff too because well, like <laughs> whenever i think about buffy i think about uh um uh, once more with feeling, and I also think about uh, I love it when they when they had that uh, I, I forget the name of the monster, but they had that big blue monster, and oh. he's like, uh, no weapon can destroy me, and she pulls up a bazooka, and I love everything. <laughs> I love everything leading up to that moment because you find out that Xander remembers everything from his military Halloween oh, moments, and they they take up a uh, missile, and the monster's like, what's that? And uh, all the vampires scatter. <laughs> That I really cool wish like, they would. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just gonna say it's a cool moment, and then it leads up to that whole uh, the fight scene between Angelus and Buffy in the uh, the sprinkler system with a sword. It's just a really cool moment. I love that episode. <sighs> yeah, I wish they had movie like TV shows like that, but it's like they had so many good feel good shows that like you could relate to back in the days that like you could be like, okay, that could probably happen. Like I was always waiting for like vampire outbreak to come. And I thought I was ready. I had my kicks ready and my my steak. <laughs> it never happened, and I'm kind of disappointed. But <laughs> yeah, you you weren't ready. You you uh weren't expecting the zombie apocalypse. You were expecting no, I was vampire. Ready for vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for hot vampires to try to kill me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like wait, you hoping thing. I feel like you'd be like, uh, oh, don't. Yeah. What? Oh no. Come <laughs> on. Don't attack me. <laughs> <laughs> please turn me i want to be like i mean what oh no don't don't like yeah i would be like so down like, hair. oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no forever eternal life oh no yeah it would be so much, I'd have so much fun tormenting people for the rest forever <laughs> so then you mentioned pokemon 
Oh, what's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, my favorite Pokemon, I am I don't know any of the new Pokemon at all. Sure. I've only like from like 1999, like that's the Pokemons I know. I know and, exactly um, how you feel. I wanna say, huh? I know exactly how I feel because like you know, a There's modern so Pokemon, many they're like Pokemon now. My son is like an a Pokemon encyclopedia. Like he just he you can like show him a shadow form of the Pokemon and he like you know on the Pokemon Go and yeah. my husband's like, which one is this one? He's like, Oh, it's that one. And he's like, It's this type, like it, this generation is from this game and like he'll be battling and stuff and he's like use this move and like use this pokemon and it's like funny because when he can't beat something we just ask my 15 year old and he's just like he knows everything about pokemon i would probably say nine tails i like the cute dainty pokemon i'm don't look at me like that look he came out with <laughs> you, know, you hear pokemon here, you come you can be the pokemon master because i i haven't played pokemon since fifth grade here this is the this is earl Hello, oh, hi, Earl. Yeah. So, so you're a big Pokemon fan of Pokemon. Questions. What's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, Garchomp. Cause Garchomp? He just, yeah, he's just extremely strong. He's like, he just he was really cool to me as a kid, and it just kind of stuck. Like, he's just my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, I have no idea what Pokemon that is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's from uh, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Sure. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. He knows it's it's Star Wars and Pokemon. He You can ask him anything, and it's like. Yeah, pretty much. It's crazy. So he knows all the stuff. I don't want to get it. He was I looking at me like, from the hallway, so I figured I would have him say I his Pokemon. Like the episode is far enough. I think the episode is far enough. Were you excited when you uh, when you heard Thrawn be mentioned in uh, Mandalorian? Hmm. Is that same? Oh no. Are you up to date on Mandalorian? No, I I, I watched all the Mandalorian. And I really okay, liked cool. It. But um, were you excited when they mentioned Thrawn? Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. <laughs> he's a teen he's like no uh i was like into like the back lore of star wars for a really long time like i always wanted to i haven't read any of them but i wanted to read like the books with like darth bane and like all the really early siths like because my dad mentioned them to me they were like uh like deep in the lore but i never got to like get into any of that mostly because we didn't have any of the books oh now we have to buy them all huh oh yeah okay Make it yeah. so. That lore is pretty cool. Okay, that was good. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize. I've been prepared for a zombie outbreak for a while. Okay, he's ready for zombies. <laughs> but not the vampire. Not the vampire outbreak. Not the vampire not one, but they're they're zombies. Easy to kill. Yeah, they're fast. <laughs> they can like vanish well, and pop back up. Like you, just stuck. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know. Uh, Guillermo on uh, what we do in the shadows had a he he, he killed a bunch of vampires really. What was that? I said Guillermo del Toro, man. Well, no. Have you seen uh, What We Do in the Shadows? No. What is that? What's, what's We Do in the Shadows? Oh. Oh, we haven't seen it yet. No, he's been wanting to show me that. I haven't seen it yet. It's on okay. Hulu. I highly recommend it. Never to, forget everything I just said. I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it what? tonight with dinner. We usually highly, watch the movie with dinner. I highly recommend it. It's Well, there's, there's the movie, which I do recommend watching the movie first, but then there's the TV show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So, also, the, the, is the movie on Hulu, Hulu too? I don't know. Okay. I I know it was on Amazon Prime. It might still okay. be on Hulu. We but, have uh, all the, of t- okay. the TV show. The TV show is on FX, and okay. I do recommend watching the movie first, though. Movie first, and then the series. Okay, we'll okay. do. That's on my to-do list now. I'm I'm glad that you brought Earl on because uh, I feel like uh, every time I see like the Pokemon, you know, name that Pokemon, and it's yeah. newer Pokemon. I'm like, I have no fucking clue what that is. 
it's like he's been on pokemon tip like for his whole life practically so it's like he's he like if he likes something he'll learn everything about it kind of thing and it's just like insane to me because like okay i like I, I did a lot of reading and stuff like that when I was younger, and now I'm just like, oh, he, like, like he was saying, he knows all these characters from his dad and stuff, and I'm just like, dude, like, it's crazy how much knowledge he has already. He's 15, so he, he pones me all the time. I'm like, okay, I don't know that Pokemon. I'll be like, oh, is that a grass type? And, like, I'll be close sometimes, so I'll at least try, but, yeah, there's so, there's, how many Pokemon is there now? Like, 900? There's, like, over 900 Pokemon. Oh, oh my so, god. Over 900, so, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm so lost. I'm like, what is that thing? What was it? Wasn't 151 was the original? Yeah. I think that's the number. And now yeah, it's that's, that's all I got. That's all I got is 151. That's um, knowledge. I remember when uh, I was doing drawings at, uh, I think it was at the library, and this kid mentioned Lobo, and I was like, uh, I'm like, how do you know Lobo? And well, it's like, I, I, was it Marvel? I, no, oh, it's DC. DC. Yeah, yeah not that Lobo. The thing is, is that the kids knew them from the video games. Oh. And I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. Because I know Lobo. And he, I thought he was too young. And I was like, which Lobo are we talking about? He's like, oh, you know, the main man. I was like, all right, that's the right, that's the correct Lobo. All right, Ooh. cool. <laughs> You're like, yes. And so hearing Earl talk about uh, uh, Darth Bane, I'm like, yeah, all right. Nice. Yeah, yes. he's, he's, it's crazy. Yeah, he's great. I love him. He's like the coolest kid ever. I'm really proud. I'm lucky. So you mentioned uh, with the Ewok costume, you uh, it was the it was the location that inspired the costume, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the location. We were going to be up there, and I wanted to make use of it while we were there. So I'm like, let's do it. Like I'm, I didn't know if we were going to get up there anytime soon again after that. So I'm like, let's like make the best out of this trip. And like, I brought every single outfit that I own in my suitcase. Like I'm not even joking. Every pair of heels I had, I had like everything like all our lights we brought all our led lights just in case we did shots in the room like i did my scary spice shoot too because the hotel we stayed at up there was really nice and i did like this like victorian like background but like sexy scary spice shoot so that was kind of neat too but we took advantage of the nice room that we had too and we we're just like it's got to be like on it because you never know it might be like the, the picture that gets you your big big uh big debut i guess so sure sure it. Then what 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 inspires you to create a costume other than location? Um, usually I try to pick characters that I can either relate to or um, I don't know, babe. What do you think? Usually it's like a character I can relate to, a character that had something to do with like my childhood that I like is like nostalgic. I usually try to bring like some nostalgic vibes because I'm like I have to have a character that I'm interested in to like be able to do the character properly. Like I would never cosplay like just a character that's popular or trendy that I had no nothing to do with it it's always like there's always like an emotion involved so it's like uh usually we'll when we're going to events which doesn't happen anymore but um we'll kind of have like a lineup of costumes that we want to do and it's like okay I want to do a costume that matches with my husband for example so then you know there's a few characters we try to go through and then we kind of think okay like we remember we try to pick cost, uh, costumes that people wouldn't uh usually put together so like um, for example, he did a Spider-Man Noir costume, and I did a Black Cat. So I know Black Cat's with Peter Parker and with Spider-Man, but they're not, you know, he's from a different, uh, like, a different universe, kind of, and she's like, you know, she's Black Cat, but we did a costume of them together behind me on the wall up there, and it was really cute, and we got to just, like, play around, and it was neat, because I'm wearing black and white, and he was, like, supposed to be in black and white, so, like, the pictures, when we took pictures together, it kind of looked like he was in black and white and I was in color, but it was like, 
that's just the costume. So we usually try to do like something that kind of like evokes kind of like you thinking a little bit, like kind of like um, we did Red Hood and Harley, you know, like it's like we try to just kind of like kind of use ourselves and like our like experiences and like something that will invoke an emotion. It's like we try to just pick something that's like an interesting like uh pairing together i guess is what i usually do and then when i do stuff by myself it's usually just like stuff from my childhood or like like that's why i did scary spice and um velma and um like yeah that's usually what we do is like something that's important to us or like uh our childhood i i i always feel strange because uh when stuff gets really popular I feel like I should draw something that is based on that for like, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I think imposter is still pretty popular, but there was a time when everyone had, every cosplayer was dressing up as those imposter astronaut characters. And yeah. I should have gotten on, I, I feel like if I really wanted to be successful, I should have drawn something with that, but uh -huh. I had no emotional attachment to the game whatsoever. So I was like, exactly. ah, I'm good. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's, it, it makes me, trip out when you can tell someone's doing something just like because it's trendy because it's like you can see it or you can tell like people put a lot more heart and like the detail and like emotion and stuff that they're actually care about so it's like it 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 shows when someone just like throws something together and they're just like oh look like this is the trendy this is the the challenge of the week on you know like it's I never do that it's like and I feel like that's what uh that's what makes me a fan of uh certain people because Anyone can dress up as Harley Quinn, but it's when I see like a really obscure shit, when I see someone dress up as a character I wasn't expecting, I'm like, okay, hang on. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. uh, I think I, I saw a cosplayer dress up as Powerline from Goofy Movie, and I'm like, sold. Yes, and Done. they're always super good. Every time I see a Powerline cosplay, I'm like, they, it's like, you can tell they're like nostalgia. Like, you could tell they're like, they've been waiting to do that costume, and you're like, it shows, it's great, and it like, it's everybody can be like, you know, Harlequin, that one was tough for me because everybody cosplays Harley and that's like a huge thing. But sure. I wasn't doing it for that reason. I was just like, okay, like, I think I can embody this character and do it well. And so like, but yeah, like I love doing this. I want to like do more obscure costumes this year. Like that's kind of like, I have like a whole list of like 48 cosplays that I want to like do soon. So I have a lot more obscure ones and I have more DC ones because most of my cosplays are Marvel. And I realized that and I'm like, so now there's like, a list of cosplays I had to like check off and shoot somehow before the year's over. Well, see, I don't mind. I don't mind people dressing up as Harley Quinn because I feel like that's such a really popular character that a lot of us have memories to do with that character. For mm -hmm. like with your with your uh, Velma, um, I'm a big Scooby Doo fan, <laughs> and so I feel like most people. I feel like most people should be Scooby Doo fans. So whenever I see someone dressed up as a costume, I'm like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yes. I love the obscure characters, but I feel like anytime I see Scooby-Doo, I'm like, yeah, do it. Let's do this. Like, I, I never get tired of seeing Scooby-Doo characters. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love, like, all the fan series that are coming out, and my friends are doing fan series. I'm like, they're reviving it. Like, Velma's so, like, people keep asking me all the time, like, why do I keep seeing Velma everywhere? Like, have you noticed that lately? Everybody's been doing, like, Velma cosplays, and it's been, like, popping up everywhere and shared on all the pages. Like, it's... I don't know if something happened and I'm just like out of the loop, but yeah, like Velma's making a comeback like hardcore and it's, it's nice. I love it, but it's just like, she's, she's came out of nowhere and now everybody's like, Velma. I think it's just an appreciation of a character that we all, we, we, we all, we all know she's LGBT. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, we, that's finally okay now. So I think, yeah, maybe that's, 
that's some of it too. We know that she's uh, embraced her nerdiness. We know that she uh, she is the brains of the bunch, and we just know that she sets everything up. She figures everything out, and I just like it that she's like this unsung hero of the whole Scooby game. And I think that that's where she's uh, she's making it where she's getting more and more it's, popular as we get as we embrace the stuff that we weren't allowed to embrace earlier. <laughs> exactly. It's it's like I love the change that the direction that the, our world is going to like beginning recently as of recent the last couple of weeks. I just I'm so happy for like the future and the progress that's happened in such a short period of time. Like I'm just like okay like it's gonna be a better year at least than last year. So <laughs> like for sure. So I'm just like. So excited. I'm looking for, do you have any kind of hints? I mean, I don't want you to have to spoil any of your obscure list, but I would love to see if there's any kind of one that you can. Let me see. I have the list. It's in my notes. Let me see what I have. Because I love obscure characters. (laughs) Um, I don't know if he would be technically obscure, but he's definitely not like a character you would see a lot. But I want to do Shonuff from, uh, with Bruce Leroy. He's supposed to be my Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon. Fantastic. You need to see Lost Dragon if you haven't. It's fucking I fantastic. Have, I have not, but you I need do to. like the. I I will. What do you know if that's on streaming or anything? Uh, where did we watch it, Bubba? Maybe Amazon Prime might have it. Okay. okay. But it's the Last Dragon with um Bruce Leroy and showing up. But it's like a kung fu. It's not quite a black exploitation yes, movie, it is. is it? Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> typical. It's not like it's a good like feel good like fun like it's very good it's definitely like a musty um i will will definitely get on that so i can watch it so it it is obscure so it works uh shown up as a villain he's great um so i'm gonna do him and then um let me see uh i want to do um rita repulsa from power rangers she's one of the villains um joe my husband has like a a, i definitely know that character yeah he has a (laughs) costume that he has like half done that he has to kind of like tweak some things on so when he's done with that he's gonna help me do her costume um i'm doing the yellow ranger one so it's not super obscure but i'm doing the shoot uh tomorrow at vasquez for um the aisha campbell uh yellow ranger from like 95 or something like that (laughs) um i want to do mia wallace from uh Oh gosh. We don't have to go down the whole list, but I I don't I yeah. wanna leave some surprises. <laughs> a few of them, yeah. But yeah, there's some there's some good ones there that like it'll be really neat to see. And it's like everyone always trips out because I am not afraid to do stuff that like isn't a black character. So like uh-huh. most of my cosplays, I don't care if I'm look just like the character, I just do it anyways. And if it's a guy, I do gender bent versions and I don't care. So there's a lot of really neat gender bends and like a lot of neat like reimaginations of like characters, but like Amber version. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. I think it's dumb that anyone uh, says that you have to be exactly how the character looks. It's like, no, it's right? creative. Be, be creative. Yeah, it's a costume. <laughs> it's a costume. It's a, re- it's a fictional character. Yeah, yeah so. right? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I feel like you can also go to those uh, the, the, the Star Trek mountains in the Rita and Zed costume. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like a lot of Power Ranger um, episodes were kind of shot over, kind of looking at stuff like that. We were watching yeah. them um, the other day because they were on Netflix. Like all of the episodes were on there, but they took them down recently. But um, no. yeah, we were doing research and trying to get like, you know, like some cool playgrounds and stuff because a lot of stuff happened like kind of like during school stuff. So I'm kind of like trying to pick little scenes that we can recreate or kind of like imitate a little bit as best as we can in pandemic right now. But 
there's going to be some neat. I'm excited. I'm really excited for these sh- these shoots tomorrow. I'm excited for that. Um, <laughs> so one of my favorite shoots that you did was the uh, the gl- gold glitter. And I was just oh. like, as, as someone who hates glitter, because glitter oh. gets everywhere, I, d- I like the look of glitter. I just don't want to work with glitter. You have um, no idea the cleanup for that. Weeks and weeks of cleanup for that shoot. But I it don't was doubt it. that. It was worth it. Um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with Michael Greening. Okay. Uh, he's a photographer. He's probably top three photographers that I know. Um, he does cosplay and he does like glamour stuff too. So I had shot with him previously doing cosplay stuff. This time I got to do, it was our engagement shoot. That was what we were going down there for. So um, at first I didn't realize how crazy the glitter was going to be. Like I didn't anticipate like how bad it was going to be. But um, the shoot was pretty much me doing like a body positive shoot because like I was kind of uncomfortable that I had gained some weight and I felt like I wasn't out of shape, but I kind of wanted to like show people that curves and bodies that look different were still beautiful. So it took every ounce of like confidence I had to like not be self-conscious because it would have shown in the pictures. So it was like very hard, but um, my husband was there and I had to put baby oil gel all over my body and glitter all over myself and so it wouldn't wash off because the oil repels the water so just imagine that it wouldn't scrub off I couldn't do it it wouldn't come off it was crazy but um we did it in a bathtub and um every time I moved out of the water my husband had to like sprinkle more glitter on the spot that was under the water so it was just like he's being like my fluffer practically and like (laughs) and moving everything for me and uh it was the most beautiful results that I've ever had in pictures but like there was glitter in my shoes, in my coffee in the morning, all over the bathroom. Like it's still in our seats in the car, like on the floor. Like it was everywhere. And like, it was like, it was like irritating my skin cause it wouldn't come off. It was like, a, it was a disaster after, but the poor studio, like I feel so bad, like whoever had to clean the studio after, but like um, the picture that was our favorite was the one where he was literally sprinkling glitter on me and Michael Greening captured the, me laying in the bathtub and my husband sprinkling like the salt bay he was like salt and glitter on me and he caught the glitter like flickering onto my skin and it was just like the most beautiful shot ever and I was like it was worth it but that was already (laughs) so it's freaking awesome it it came out fantastic and uh yeah I uh I remember when when you started posting the 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 glitter gold photos and I was just like (laughs) well no the it's weird because I loved it it's a fantastic photo shoot. It's gorgeous. It's sexy. But the grunt is just, I don't Grinch like glitter. glitter. I know yeah. that glitter was everywhere. Was I just everywhere. knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> I was like, um, he had gold glitter all over him. And he's like, it's for me. It's from you. And I'm like, okay, it better be gold glitter. But then he has a gold <laughs> I know that's my glitter. But yeah, you better find a girl with gold glitter. Look, like, if you find blue glitter is this? Yeah, like, <laughs> it was everywhere oh my gosh <laughs> it took probably about two weeks to fully completely scrub it off my body it would come off in like small layers like it took for I took a shower hot steaming bath uh what I figured out was Dawn uh dish soap because it's a degreaser that's sure. what made it come off. and I found that out at the end towards the end when I <laughs> tried exfoliating it and it was just irritating my skin Dawn dish soap is if you ever do a glitter shoot for some reason or know a friend that's doing it tell them about that dawn that it melted right off after i did that so so you were washing yourself like animals when they're get when they're in an oil spill 
you yes. Don. Because <laughs> like horrible, and it works. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like Don's done that commercial where like oh yeah. we need to get the really toughest stains out, and they have like a duck, and you're watching it. I'm like they all right, should, cool. They should sponsor me because that was like it. That was it was it was crazy that like after it was almost all the way off, I tried, my husband like suggested it. He's like try Don, and I'm like I guess I tried everything else, and I went like this, and it just melted right off, and I'm like. I wish I would have known that two weeks ago. Like, it was just like, but Dawn is great. Dawn, it works for everything. <laughs> that could have been a cool commercial. You'd be like, are you tired of being covered in glitter? <laughs> I should do that. That's, that's a good idea. I might have to do that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when I saw it, because I'm a big fan of James Bond, I'm a big fan of, uh, I'm a big fan of James Bond. And James Bond has a lot of golden uh, themed movies. From Goldfinger to oh, yeah. uh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye is my favorite. Uh, Goldeneye is my favorite James Bond film. Uh, what song, if you could pick any song, doesn't have to be James Bond, but it can, um, and you were going to dance in your golden glitter, which song would it be? Um, I would definitely pick uh, The World Is Not Enough by Garbage because uh, it's very, like, it's a very elaborate, like, orchestral song. Like, it's like, there's all kinds of, like, it's a very emotionally great song and I feel like I could be like very like kind of like seductive and like I would just vibe with that song. I don't know if you've heard it, but if you haven't, that's on your next playlist uh edition because it's it's a beautiful song. It's very beautiful and well done. So I like I like to put on music sometimes when I'm shooting and I think like that would be like a really good song if I should do that at my next shoot. But yeah. Are you, are you familiar with the uh the song Goldeneye? Um which one is that one? That's the one with the Tina Turner. It's good. I, I it's my favorite James Bond oh, song because yeah, I nope. think it's it's I I think it, and I've told this. It's probably I've told I probably mentioned this on my podcast a million times because I tell everyone this. You're gonna have I to scream on James Bond. It is the sexiest Bond song. Oh, I love and, Tina Turner. And you can hear it in the song because it starts off really slow and then gets uh gets sexier because it's got it's got that whole bum 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 and then they bring in the horns. It's so much. Oh fun. no! Okay, okay, yeah. I, like, um, what era is that James Bond that she does that song? Was it like in the eighties? That that it? Nope, that's in the nineties. It's the first uh Pierce Brosnan film. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out because like that sounds that sounds like I would dig that one a lot because uh I liked her Mad Max stuff like yeah. So I'm like I was wondering if it was around that same time. I'm like you know okay, that's oh, actually on my, my list too. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, I think that GoldenEye is my favorite Bond film. I don't know if it's because it's my first Bond film, but it's just, uh, I love it. Uh, the bad guys are cool. It's got, uh, Jean Grey from the X-Men, uh, oh, being Xena on the top. And yeah. she kills people with her legs. Hell yeah. Okay. So if you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend check it checking it out. No, I gotta go, I gotta get, like, up on my game on the James, James Bond movies. Gotta catch up. <laughs> um, <laughs> what has been your favorite costume that you've done? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I have, I have two. Uh, my first one I want to, I would probably pick would be, um, would be my Silent Hill one. I want to say, because that one's the one that takes the most like dedication that I've done so far. Because I can't really see anything and I can't breathe and uh, it's hard and to. It's your favorite. It's my favorite because it's <laughs> it's so creepy and cool. Like. Uh, Joe made the mask for me and he molded it to my face, but, um, there's no space in between the mask and my face. So it's like a very muffled, like this, I have one little slit on my left eye that I can see out of, but the other one's completely covered. And then we have to wrap like a ace bandage around my neck to secure it to my face. So it's like, 
confined and tight and it's just nice getting to be like sexy and creepy like every time I, I put that thing on people are like that's insane like they're always stripped out I get a lot of cool questions and like it's just like it's neat getting to like be sexy but like be cut co- like be covered I guess if that makes sense like be like and be Absolutely. like knows it's me under there and it's like I can kind of like be the character and just move around and then um my second would probably have to be Storm. That's the one that I feel like if you ask people like about my cosplays, that's one of the top ones that they would recognize me as. And I've done a few versions of her um, over the years. They've gotten better, luckily, because <laughs> um, my first version was not the best one many years ago. But um, the one that I do now is like the movie version. So it's like the Holly Berry like version of it. And it's just like, it's so neat and it's so empowering because it's like, it's probably the one costume that I don't get a lot of crap in, which sucks. It's very frustrating that, like, I have to, like, use that as one of my reasonings. But it's one of the ones where people are like, wow, like, you did a great job. But they like seeing me being curvy and being a version of that storm when, you know, like, as being a black woman, they like seeing different different sizes of that costume. So they're like, oh, it's nice seeing a thick, like, storm. And it's like, okay. And it's like, that's the one that I haven't gotten any negative comments from anyone about. And that's the one I feel most comfortable in. I feel most badass in. Um, I love getting to put my contacts in because it freaks people out. Like, it's like I'll be doing a shoot and they're like, are you looking at me? Like, I can't tell. And it's just it's just funny because everyone just freaks out. And it's like I get to be myself. And, you know, Joe does Logan or he does Wolverine. So it's always neat. Like, that's one of our, like, go-to couple cosplays that we get to do. And it's it's so comfortable to wear and it's so fun. And I think that has to be, like, my favorite one probably. Maybe Storm. Maybe Storm. Yeah. Have you gotten any negative comments on your uh, Pennywise costume? Um, I got comments saying I was doing white face, of course, and it's like, what? Uh, Are you I'm white face of a clown, like, he wears white makeup as well, like, oh, that's dumb. so hard, it's so dumb, but yeah, a lot of, most of the com- comments that I've gotten from Pennywise were doing white face, or making fun of me, or saying that, oh, it's, how come it's not racist when you do it, and I'm like, it's literally a clown makeup, like, he wears clown makeup as well, like, I'm always worried to do characters that have, like, face paint, like, that's why when I did my Harley, I did the um, Suicide Squad version, because I didn't want to have to worry about doing the comic version with the Jester makeup, because then they would say I was doing white face, so. That's so uh, dumb, though, it's it's clown makeup, every, it's not white face because it's a clown makeup. It's, it's, it's a clown makeup. Yeah, it's not a race of a person. Yeah, people yeah. don't don't understand that. And it's like, I've there's a few costumes that I've kind of stayed away from because of that because I'm like I really don't have the time or the mental like energy to deal with people's comments. And it's like it's frustrating that that has to be like a deciding factor. But yeah, like Pennywise. But but most of the comments were pretty good like it doesn't look like me when I wear makeup like that and so like a lot of people didn't even realize that was me or didn't recognize me so it was like it was neat and we actually shot that at um what was the studio called there's a studio in like downtown LA that had all the sets so we shot there because we bought the tickets and they were free they were on like um not Eventbrite but one of those sites they had free tickets and so we got to go there and um we used that to like shoot Pennywise and it was super cool and walked outside and took some creepy shots in the alleyway too and but yeah Pennywise was great that was one of my favorite ones too but I don't have the wig anymore or the contacts so that's why I haven't redone him lately but yeah that was horrible I expected you to say no I did not get any negative comments on my Pennywise (laughs) costume because what I was going to do was well let me be the first I hate clowns clowns are awful you should never dress up like a clown (laughs) 
but I didn't expect you to say, oh yeah, people are saying white face oh, because oh, now I'm like, I don't want, now I don't ever want to discourage you from dressing up like a clown. If bullshit <sighs> racists are going to come out of the woodwork. Yeah, it's, fuck. I'm never, yeah, I'll stay away from the clowns for, for no, now. Now, now I want to encourage the clown costume if, if racists like, can be assholes it. about it. Piss the racists off. Ugh. I do want to say uh, I cannot wait to like get a character drawn by you again because that was that was the first time I got to like kind of hang out with you, and like that was like another character I got. I have ADHD, so I like go from a different subject to another one. But like that was the funnest thing because you like captured my face and my smile like so well, and it was just like neat because you were asking all these neat questions and like getting to know us a little bit, and like that's like my favorite freaking picture that I've had drawn of us, and it's like. I just can't wait to like do another one soon and like hang out and chill when pandemic's over. Cause like I tell him all the time, like we almost were like, dang, like, can we hit up Jimmy and like ask him if we can book him for the wedding? Like, can you do caricatures from like afar? Like, you know, in the park, like, and it was just like, <laughs> I'm, that was my funnest like memory for, of an event because we just chilled. And then afterwards we went and smoked Tuka and like, that was my first and only experience with Labyrinth Ball cause of pandemic. So that was my first one. Well, cause like, um, I, I've, I recently did a job where um, the person who one person was complaining that the drawings were not accurate, did not look like her. And oh because God. all the photos I got were staged. And if uh, you're staged, like she she kept on doing different angles where it's like down like this and the chin disappears or it does mm-hmm. like this and the chin gets longer. Or if she looks straight at me, her jawline's gone and her ears are gone. Wow. So I can't tell the di- I can't tell the dimensions of the face. Exactly. I've told people that the best bet is if you do a video talking about yourself or talking about a favorite episode of something, then I get to see the character and be able to do it in a drawing. That so when I sense. talked to, when I talked to you, when I was doing a drawing, I was able to capture the bubbliness of your, just your spirit it and your energy. Perfect. It was perfect. And I'm just like, it was just funny because you literally got my, it was like, you got my smile, you got his goblin mask. And I was just like, that was like the most, that was the neatest thing that we had. That was our first, uh, couples like commission kind of thing that we had done like of our of us together and it was just like so I was like we have to find Jimmy like we have to go say hi to him he's <laughs> cool make sure to see if he needs anything like let's go find him like that was like our goal for the day was like to literally find you and like get to go hang out with you because we hadn't got to meet you yet and it was just like I'm so glad that we got to run into you that was so fun and another thing is that I remember that event when you're saying that the anxiety was getting to you because you know it is it's it's a crowded area so it was so it, bad having anxiety makes sense and you're saying that when you got to my table the anxiety left I'm like good that's what I want I want you're no, like I'm a safe so space <laughs> yeah like your energy and your vibe and your aura is just like great and it was like I I didn't know what to expect so it was like you literally calmed me down and you're like are you okay like I was like. Oh, this is gonna be fun like I was, it was my first interaction I stayed in the room like having a panic attack for like hours like it took that was my first thing there was like coming to find you I'm like I don't want to wait too long because I don't want Jimmy to leave so that was like my motivation like okay we got to go find him and we were just like I was like okay I can make this going through all the people and I'm like oh, okay let's do this and I'm like uh, yeah, the crowd crowds are insane <laughs> I didn't expect that many people I, I wasn't I don't like when I can't walk like yeah within a couple steps so it was just I was overwhelmed and I almost like didn't make it out of the room I was like let's order food and just eat inside the room and go get go get uh wine and just like chill in the room like I don't even want to go see the people and uh but it was fun I'm I'm really glad I ended up like getting out there towards the end of the night but uh, yeah it's gonna be hard going back to events after quarantine because now I'm a hermit right. and 
<laughs> now I don't even like I go to the grocery store and I like have a panic attack and I'm like I'm overstimulated there's too many people I gotta go home <laughs> like I, I feel the same way. Like, I, I feel like, uh, I, I always tell people that reminds me of Halo, the zombie, the zombie version of Halo, when mm. you're hiding from people and they all have the hammer and they can turn you into a zombie. Um, and I would just walk around and I have this anxiety of like, I'm not nervous that they're going to actually infect me, but I don't want them to get anywhere close to me. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's hor- like, I'm at the store in the line and someone's like, over that little spot that's supposed to be the six feet and I'm just like looking at them and I'm like can I have some like there was a lady today at Walmart and she was this close to my face putting stuff on the conveyor belt next to me and I'm like like oh excuse me like do you need me to move or like can you like let me have my space and she looked up the little sticker she's like oh and I'm like can you get out of my circle like I'm like terrified like it's just scary I'm I'm gonna be a hot mess at cons I'm gonna be like don't touch me like don't don't look at me yeah it's gonna be crazy now, usually I try not to be as creepy. I, I try to be not creepy at all. But now during the pandemic, I'm like, I, I'm going to, I want you to stay away from me. So now I'm going to try to be as creepy looking as possible. Yeah. All my costumes are going to be like a six foot barrier, like some elaborate ball gown. So like, <laughs> like, like, oh, check it out. I'm the Milky Way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're yeah, my cosplay. Okay. I'm princess. Uh, I don't know. All my costumes are just going to have like a hoop skirt of six feet <laughs> added to it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like um, now. Speaking of big, uh, big costumes, uh, which kaiju would you be willing to dress up as? What is a kaiju? I don't know what that is. I, I think that's a term. I, I'll be honest. I think that's a term. I'm not too confident about that. Oh, okay, like OG, like monsters. Just like giant monsters. Oh, like a giant monster. Um. I think on would Godzilla Mothra they call count? it a Titan. What was it? Would Mothra count? Mothra counts. Okay. I would do Mothra because, like, I have a thing with, like, moths and, like, light and stuff, like, the, uh-huh. <laughs> the moths to the lamp. So I think I could have a lot of fun, like, doing some, like, ridiculous extra amber, like, seductive Mothra costume. And now I have to do it because that sounds, like, fun. <laughs> it's uh, really fun. What's always funny is, like, I can find the light really easily when I'm shooting and people always laugh because, like, say if we're shooting outside and I can feel, like, a shadow on my face, I just, like, I'll turn and I like find the light to where it like goes bing and everyone just like laughs. I have like a natural like attraction to like camera flashes and light and like yeah, it's that I think that'd be really fun. I'm doing Mothra. Be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I actually for my friend's uh bachelor party, um I, I, I wanted to find like a someone to dress up as Mothra and wrestle with them, but that didn't happen. <gasps> but what we did was I built a bunch of like cardboard buildings. Like, I picked, like, a poster board, and I uh, folded them into buildings, and I uh, surprised him, and I got uh, some sound of crowds and screaming, and I got the soundtrack for Godzilla, and I told him, now destroy the city. Oh, my <laughs> God. That sounds like so much fun, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was way too much fun. Now I got to wrestle and be Mothra and... Well, if, you get it, if you get your husband to dress up like Godzilla, that'd be a cool, that'd be a cool photo shoot to have a, you know. <laughs> he said he's down. Oh my God. <laughs> Godzilla's one of his favorites, so he's totally down. And put some, like, oh, uh, put cool. some, put some toy planes hanging down from strings and whatnot. That'd be fun. No, we have, like, <laughs> we have Millennium Falcon, like, hanging on our ceiling. Wait, can you see it yet? Yes, I can. We're ready. We're ready. We're prepared. <laughs> I think that this could be a very cool photo shoot, oh, and with uh, God. with you know Godzilla and Kong coming out, uh, Kaiju and uh, HBO Max actually has a, HBO Max has all the Godzilla movies on there, and uh, 
Okay, we're gonna watch. You have HBO Max, right? Okay, he's gonna he's gonna school me on all of them on the OG one. <laughs> Mothra would be really cool. Um, so if money and resources and money and resources time were an issue, what couple's costume would you do besides you know besides Mothra and Gethel? <laughs> oh man, um, that's a really good question. Will that ever happen? Will money not be an issue? Um, honestly, I'm trying well, to. Not think. even mo uh, money. It could be uh, physics. It could be. <laughs> um. I really, really have always wanted to do like a badass Valkyrie costume, but like okay. done well. I've seen a lot of Valkyries done, and like I would not let spare any expense and get like the most badass Valkyrie costume, and I would have him do like Thor, just because I feel like that would be like the like badassest, like funnest like costume I can think of. And I'm trying to think if there's anything like that we would have to build that I would be like if it was if it was like better to build one. I'm like. No, Valkyrie and Storm. That's like prob that's that's my one that I wanted to get done this year, and I'm hoping that we can still like make it work before the year's over somehow. And when I say like a uh, uh, money, time, uh, resources are not an issue. I mean like if you want to have like a giant sword, and normally oh. no one has a studio that they can build a giant sword. Oh snap! Um, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. If money wasn't an object. Maybe or like physics, gravity, uh, studio maybe space. Maybe I would do like uh, maybe I would do like Marty and Doc and have like a DeLorean because nice. like there we that's go. My <laughs> that's my dream car. Like if I ever got a ridiculous amount of money, I would buy a DeLorean and like pimp it out. Like that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would definitely be like I would have to have the OG DeLorean like pimped out and it'll have a hoverboard as well because it mm -hmm. would, it would yeah. pull. Full yeah. functioning hoverboard. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm like waiting for like our flying cars still. Like, where's all of our stuff that we were promised that we never got? Oh, I don't want a flying car. Too many people nope. can't too, right. too many people have too many people suck at regular cars. Yeah, I can't even imagine like flying and getting in an accident in the sky and oh yeah. That's true. Uh, you, should, you should take care of your check engine line. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the car just falls on you out of the blue. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So oh, what social media of yours should we follow? Uh, social media. Uh, I try to keep my social media uh, the same all the way across. Uh, Puma does cosplay on IAG, Instagram, and Puma does cosplay on TikTok, and Puma does cosplay on Twitter. And that's Excellent. It. And if I make any other pages that I've recently uh, gone hiatus on, go <laughs> away, child. Uh, it will be Puma Does Cosplay as well. <laughs> so, that's how you can find me. Just search me and you'll find all my pages. Oh, and the link will always be in my bio. So, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, what, would, what would you say to an aspiring cosplayer? Oh, have uh, thick skin and uh, cosplay what you want to cosplay. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't or that it's wrong or that it looks dumb. Just do what makes you happy and always learn something from whatever negative experience you have, use it to get you to the next one. That might be a good one.